Hi everyone and welcome to the first episode of the Black Man Answers Cosmo podcast. A podcast where a grown nerdy black man with an affinity for Pokemon answers the letter section to Cosmopolitan Magazine. Brought to you by NerdyVideos.com. If you like what you hear today, do me a favor and write a review over on iTunes or wherever you found us. I'm thinking SoundCloud perhaps? And for fun, write the review like a caveman. Like, ugh, black man good. Podcast satisfy ears. That's, that's the thing, right? Yeah. Uh, these ratings are really important. They help us get ranked and quickly grow our audience. We're new. We're babies. Show us some love. Keep us some of that sweet, sweet, sweet milk. Milky baby milk. Or re- reviews. Not really milk. Anyway. <laughs> Plus, I guess helping us out is just going to make you guys like get some cool karma later in life. So go ahead and do that. Um, anyway, uh, this week, we're going to just kind of just get to know me as a person because you guys don't know who I am and you should really know who I am. Um, and we're going to get into some Cosmo questions. I'll answer them by myself. And then in later podcasts, we'll have guests. Uh, my first guest lineup is my friend Doug. And then we'll try to get some more YouTubers on here or just whoever is willing to talk to me for more than like an hour. The videos, I mean, not videos, I'm thinking in my YouTube brain. The podcasts won't actually be that long sometimes, but I just think it'd be cool just to talk that long and chop it up. But anyway, I'm talking way too much now. I'll get right into more of me talking to me. But before that, I want you guys to also know that I'm going to end every single show with a freestyle rap. So stay tuned for that because that's always fun and I just come over around stuff. If you guys have any suggestions for that, by the way, uh, send them over to me on nerdyvideos.com. Um, you can contact me somehow on there. Just figure it out. You know, this feels like a first date. Like, you know how right before your first date, you have to come up with, like, things to talk about, like, conversation pieces, and you kind of think to yourself, okay, what am I going to say when she says this? Or what am I going to say if there's a lull in conversation? Like, how do I keep this person entertained? (laughs) It feels like that, but, like, the person's not talking back to me, so it's a little bit weirder. (laughs) But, uh, anyway, let's just get started with this. So, I figured that for the first episode, you guys should get to know who I am. Uh, you should really know who's going to be running this show and you should know why I'm doing it. And then we'll answer some questions from Cosmo. So first of all, let me get started with, uh, I'm Chris Sanders. I am an internet personality. I run a YouTube channel by the name of Chris Sanders. Go figure. Um, or C Sandres, if you can spell that. I also have uh, kind of forwarded that URL over to uh, nerdyvideos.com, so you can find it if you type that in any web browser. And you'll get a lot of me there because I'm a very open book person. I like to share. I like to help people. Uh, one of my favorite shows I do on my channel is Nerd Motivation. Another one is Anime Debate. And then the rest of it is just all me being a really big weirdo. So that's one thing you should know about me is that I am a gigantic weirdo and i am unapologetic about it i love who i am and i'm gonna be this way for the rest of my life i'm gonna be an old man like everybody hey what's going on uh, that's not really old man voice it's like it's like creepy pedophile voice let me try it again everybody it's me chris y'all want some pickles yeah that's gonna be me like everyone who comes to my house when i'm old is gonna get pickles whether they like pickles or not you're gonna get the pickle that sounds weird sorry <laughs> um yeah there you go uh, that's just that's my personality in a nutshell um in case you haven't heard already i like video games anime tv shows um cartoons all that stuff i love all the nerdy stuff comic books i read them all i, I love it i dig into that culture that's what i live for um but I also on top of that live for helping people and answering questions and just talking a lot because i love doing that so uh to give you a background on how this show came to fruition uh Basically, on my YouTube channel, I had a bunch of shows represented who I was, and one of the shows was Black Man Answers Cosmo. I got my best friend, uh, his name is Rich, he and I hosted the show, we'd get together, we'd just be ourselves on camera, we'd answer questions, and we'd laugh a lot, have a lot of fun, and we put it on the internet, and it did fairly well. 
that show gained its own fans and yet i just couldn't really like do it as much as i wanted to because it, it was a thing where i had to get together with rich i had to make sure he was there i had to make sure that he was available and then right when i was like okay this was every week he goes yeah bro uh sorry i'm moving to la to go become a dentist oh okay oh, oh all right that, that's cool so when he left went to la he's in, he's in dental school right now and i was like what do i do with this show because like people like it but it doesn't really fit the rest of the channel and then i can't do it as much as i want to so what do i do so then i thought about it and i got some other people on the show and while they were also in those episodes did well too it just wasn't the same me and rich chemistry that i wanted and again it didn't fit with the theme of like my channel as it evolved my channel now is hit to a point where i'm at fifty thousand plus subscribers and i uh, you know a good number of people watch me per month and so I was kind of like, all right, so what do I do? Like, I don't really know how to fit this in. And so I just kind of dropped the show. But then I went to VidCon this last year, and I had a meeting with Hank Green, who's one of the Vlog Brothers, uh, and he basically told me that I should make this into a podcast. He goes, you can do your podcast completely separate from your channel, still market it, still get, like, a different kind of views, and then bring people over to your channel from the podcast. And I was like, that is genius, Hank Green. No wonder you're a YouTube millionaire. I don't know if that's true. I'm just saying that. It may or may not be true, but I'm assuming it is because he has some pretty uh, some pretty nice pants he was wearing. But <laughs> well, anyway, yeah, so he got me, you know, get this idea in my head. So I'm like, all right, cool. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. So then I got home and I just started working on it, started planning it out, got some guests lined up and made a couple of recordings. And here we are now with the Black Man Answers Cosmo podcast. So uh, who am I? <laughs> and why am I qualified to have a podcast where I answer questions about, like, cosmos stuff and sex uh well let me tell you this i have had sex before i've also been married what i'm divorced that's that's sad i've had a couple girlfriends i think i haven't really counted recently um i've had about i think six or seven girlfriends and i, I didn't sleep with all of them uh but in the process of being married that means i've had a lot of sex with one person and that made me pretty in tune with that person's body and i'm like all right and how you work maybe i can figure it out later and then i kind of uh you know had sex a couple more times not gonna say how many but i had a couple more times uh, with other girls and i feel like everybody is different and it's super interesting it's like all right cool so what worked for one girl doesn't work for somebody else so i can't think i'm like really great at sex i have to learn to be really good at sex with this person it makes it very individualistic and that is very awesome to me and so I think I'm qualified because I think I understand that everybody's different and I can answer these questions to the best of my ability. Now, sometimes I will warn you guys, I will have no idea what I'm talking about. The idea of this is to kind of have a little bit of fun with it and have it be kind of awkward. So if there's a question I can't really answer, I'm going to make up a, a really weird answer or make a joke about it instead of actually answering the question. And, and I'll let you know when I do that so you guys don't get confused. Don't go out there and be like, well, Chris told me that I can uh, wrap myself in saran wrap and then it'll be perfectly safe. Don't listen to me. That's not real. Don't do that. That's not going to help you do anything except, you know, be wrapped in saran. Or is saran what it's called? Is it like called saran wrap because the actual thing is called saran or saran wrap like one name? I've never thought about that. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, uh, it's like plastic wrap. I don't know. I think saran wrap was a brand. I might be dating myself. I don't even know that. I've never seen that on the shelves, actually. I've always heard about it, but never seen it on the shelves. Wow. Okay, anyway, let's get back on topic. Um, yeah. So a few things about me, uh, more things about me, I guess. I am 30 years old, if you haven't heard. What, what? That also means I have the maturity of someone who can actually talk about this stuff, uh, as opposed to someone who might be you know, in their like like early 20s who's like, yeah, man, bone the chicks. Bone, 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 bone. That's one thing about me, too, I should probably tell you guys. Um, 
I had sex like once when I was in high school and literally like one time and I didn't have it again for five years and then I got married and then I had that sex and then again like I said earlier had it some other times and so I think I like kind of went about it a different way than most people so I have a different understanding of it and so again I think I, I can tackle some of this stuff a little bit differently also i dig and really enjoy relationships i've always been a relationship man i've always been a monogamous man i've never been like a like a man horror kind of person uh, i mean I, I guess i had like my small streak there where i did that but like that's never been like my personality type i've always been a commitment like based person and i've always wanted to be like you know with a person to be in love and so it still blows my mind that i got divorced but yeah it, but it happens man it's life like i was just different different person different place and things just happen anyway uh back on the initial topic of who i am um like i said earlier i'm just a big nerd and i just i dig life and i dig people and i dig, I dig helping people that's like my primary focus in life is to help people that's why i do nerd motivation which is a, a youtube series i do because i just want to make sure everyone in this world like feels connected to someone else and that if i can be that first connection so be it um I don't think there's a lot more to it than that. I tried out for the real world once, got in a few rounds, and then wound up getting dropped because my Christian rap group ended, and I thought they meant uh, they wanted, like, actual artists and not, like, musician artists, which is what they wanted. And so when I had my, like, last interview, I told the lady, yeah, sorry, I'm, like, I'm not doing the Christian rap thing anymore. I think that's when she was like, oh, really? Well, you're out. Bam. Um, I had an internship in London once. I don't know. None of, this, none of this is interesting, really, I don't think. I mean, maybe it is. You let me know. But let's get into the Cosmo questions, because that's what you're here for. If you want to know more about me, send me some questions, and I'll start answering them in the podcast uh, or something like that. Let's see what happens. But let's just get to the first question. So, I won't tell you what issue I'm reading from. Just reading a random issue that I found on my desk. I have lots and lots of Cosmos here, so let's dig into it. So, when is a man ready to settle down? Okay, that's a good question. That's actually a really good question, if you think about it. Uh... How do you tell if a guy is ready for a real deal relationship or just playing the field? That's kind of in the same vein. So let's just get into it. So I will say this. Uh, I have had times where I was actually playing the field despite being a relationship oriented person. And that was usually because I hadn't met a girl that like really made me want to commit. And so you can tell when a guy is like ready to settle down when he is locking in on you. I mean, when you feel like the guy is giving you his full attention and almost no one else like not that he's gonna be clingy but like when you can just tell that he's giving you actual focus that's when he's ready to settle down because guys when they're not like fully focused in they're not giving you their full attention they're like doing something else they're like oh yeah sorry i'm doing this thing or like when you text them they don't text you back right away or when you text them they don't you know they just don't really seem like putting the effort into the conversation they're kind of keeping you like on the side you can tell you know how it feels when you don't feel cared for when you don't feel like you're being attended to that's probably a good sign that guy's not ready to settle down um I say the same thing for women, though. It's like, it doesn't just go for genders. I feel like women do the same thing. I've had plenty of times where I've had a girl, like, approach me and go, oh, my God, you're so hot. Oh, my God, I like you, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, you have these conversations. You kind of talk in person. Then you get the phone number, and you try to talk to them, and they're, like, very short with the responses. They're very, like, not into the conversation with you. They don't appear to be, like, very, like, I don't know, swept away by you at all. Those are people that aren't really looking for any kind of commitment yet. But the people that just really, like, dig into you and go start asking you questions without you asking them anything, or they're really, like, responsive, those are people that are, like, ready to, like, really at least be ready to get to know you. And if they really like you, they'll let you know that. I feel like most people are very forward about that kind of thing. Like, when I like someone, I'm like, yo, I really like you. I just say it. That's pretty much the best clue I could probably give you, too, is that if someone is really ready for a, a commitment or wants to settle down, they will just 
say it. If you're with somebody for like two years and you know, you're still waiting and they haven't said anything yet, you might have to question that relationship. Because I feel like at least a two-year mark, you should know where you're going. I dated somebody for a year and six months, and the biggest problem I had with the relationship was that I didn't know where it was going. I had no idea. I was like, all right. I even asked her. I was like, hey, so where do you see this going? Her answer was, I don't know. <laughs> that was probably my first sign to probably get out of that relationship, but I stayed in it longer than I should have. Uh, but the fact is, like, be direct. Just, just be direct. Now, let's get into the juice of your stuff. No pun intended. <laughs> okay, that's not even a pun yet because you don't know what I'm talking about. Um, we're going to get into the sex questions, which is what we focus on mostly here on Black Masters Cosmo. They have other questions. If you guys want me to tackle like the makeup stuff and everything like that, let me know. But I think it'd be really funny to just kind of get right into the sex stuff right away because that's where it's fun. All right, let's just dig into it. So first question is, my boyfriend's penis doesn't become fully erect. He'll get halfway hard, but that makes it difficult to have sex. I don't want to make him self-conscious. How can I discuss this with him? Well, step one, <laughs> he knows this. This is something that he knows. And my guess is he's probably masturbating too much because I will say that if you overstimulate that on a regular basis, you will be flaccid a lot of the time. Like That's just the way it works. Um, <laughs> I've definitely been there sometimes and I definitely had to take time away from masturbation to get myself back to 100%. And... It's going to sound kind of mean, girl, who asked this question, but I feel like you don't want to make him self-conscious, but you got to let him know that there's a problem. So I would say, you know, like next time it happens, just go like, hey, what's wrong? Am I not sexy enough for you? Like, you know, ask him like, hey, what's going on? Are you masturbating too much? He may not tell you the truth because uh, that's, that's a pride thing for men because men like are very, very tied to their penis. Like their penis and their pride are like friends and if they let go of that friendship. They just hurt. I know, like, whenever I've, like, kind of, like, not been ready to perform in the past, um, I've always been like, oh, man, I'm not a real man. Oh, man, I kind of suck. Like, that's kind of where your brain goes. So, I think that you kind of have to, at least, in my opinion, you have to approach this very delicately, but make sure you, you know, let him know that, like, you are there for him. You care about him. There's no pressure. You know, if you need a few days just to kind of, like, get yourself together and get back in the game, I'm here for you, baby. Like, like something like that. But my, my guess is he's probably just masturbating too much. There could be nerves involved. There could be stress. There could be anything else. And you have to talk to him about it. Again, this is like one of those core things of communication. Like, I like to start my relationships off with very raw, very honest, very open communication. So when stuff like this comes up, she feels good talking to me about it. Because, again, men are very prideful. But if you open up that door of communication initially, then he won't be as prideful because he's used to come to you already with stuff like this. Like if I ever experienced this with the next person that I date or the current person I'm dating, which I don't know where it was happening. I'm not going to, let's not talk about that. But if I ever get to that point, you know, be it in marriage or whatnot, uh, I want us to both be so secure with each other that she could just say, Hey, it's not getting hard. What's wrong. <laughs> and I can go, all right, I've been really stressed out lately or like I'm not, my head's not in the game or whatever it is. Uh, but yeah, uh, this probably doesn't help you if you've already been with him and you haven't really established that uh, yet. So to try to answer your question, be honest, um, bring it out with him in a cute way, you know, like try giving him a, a blowjob or something like that. Just kind of open up the doors like, mm, let me just see what I can do for you. And it's still not working. You got a question why it's not working. Like, hey, what's wrong? Let's have a conversation. Let's talk because I want us to have good sex. And this obviously isn't going to be going to work. So, yeah, do that. Just be direct. Do that. Cool. All right. Next question. Um, my hookup claims he was poked by my IUD when we were having sex. I feel like that has to be BS, right? Oh my lord. Okay, so my ex-wife and uh, one of my ex-girlfriends 
definitely had an IUD, and I never felt one with my last girlfriend, but I totally, 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 okay. I never felt it with one of my last girlfriends, but I totally felt it with my ex-wife when she first got it in, and that thing hurt. It was like, like it hurt so bad. It was so awful. I was like, oh my gosh, it's the worst thing in the world. But then after a while, I just got used to it, and I wouldn't really feel it, and then one day, I just stopped feeling it one day. So yeah, it happens. Um, it's no BS. The IUD pain is real. Uh, you guys got to get back in the game, son. Like, tell your boyfriend, like, sorry. This might happen a couple other times. But just get back in there, and it will eventually just dissolve its way out. Next, um, my boyfriend is into rim jobs, but they skeeve me out. What the heck is skeeve? Okay, I'm getting old. <laughs> uh, should I stress? Oh, should I be? Let me start over. Start over. My boyfriend is into rim jobs, but they skeeve me out. What is skeeve? Am I getting that old? Skeeve? The heck? Anyway, they skeeve her out. Uh, should I be stressed about the hygiene? Mm, you know, I'll be honest. Like, yeah, it, it can be kind of gross. I've never really been to the rim job thing. Um, I don't know who's giving or receiving in your relationship. Uh, but I understand why I would skeeve you out, lady. It skeeves me out. <laughs> uh, but as long as you, like, I feel like if you clean there and make sure that you take care of any, like, excess bacteria it should be okay i'm not a doctor at all so i don't know i do not know uh i don't know i'm trying to think though like i feel like there's gotta be fecal matter in that area and uh fecal matter is doo-doo there gotta be some doo-doo left over you know around that area so i don't know uh, i think they always say uh to like use like you know protection or that kind of thing but it can't feel as good with the protection like it's kind of like with the like, condoms like we all know the condoms kind of suck. I mean, they're vital, they're important, but they kind of suck. Uh, I really think it's important to be with someone that you 100% trust uh, if, you know, you're going to, like, have sex without a condom. I think that's really, really important to be in a committed relationship, if not married. Uh, but most people don't follow that. And that goes for oral sex and, like, rim jobs, too. You should really be careful about, like, all that stuff. Oh, man, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I'm going to say, yeah, for sure, there's going to be a little bit of a risk of hygiene. Like, because it's your butthole. <laughs> it's your booty hole. Yeah, there's going to be stuff back there. But I don't know anyone that's, like, ever really gotten sick from doing it. I know a few people that are into that whole deal. And they all seem to be fairly healthy people. But who knows? Let's get into the next question. My boyfriend doesn't like blowjobs and says they make him feel weird. Like I'm his servant or something. But all I hear is how much guys love getting hit. Is this normal? I mean, let's put it like this. Not every guy is going to like the same thing. Like I personally am a big nipple head. That sounds weird. Uh, I like my nipples played with. Okay, this is such a weird podcast. I feel like people who are like going to like hire me later for jobs might hear this podcast and go, All right, I know what you like. All right, all right, all right. I'm like, yeah, I shouldn't have put that on the internet. <laughs> but it's too late now. I'm rolling with it. Let's see what happens. But yeah, like I like my nipples played with. But I know like other people and like other guys. And I, don't, I, don't, I guess I don't talk to my friends about really they like nipples played with. I don't, my guy friends. I don't ever ask my guy friends, hey, man, you like your nipples played with? Because I do too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't do that. Uh <laughs> 
<laughs> but I have dated women that you know varied. Like some girls are like, oh my gosh, play my nipples. Some girls are like don't touch them at all. Like everyone is so freaking different. And so this is gonna is gonna go in line with the blowjobs. Like yeah, you hear in like popular vernacular that guys love blowjobs. But I'll be honest with you, I don't think blowjobs are the best thing ever. Uh, to be honest, I'd rather have real sex than blowjobs. I even would put hand jobs above a blowjob sometimes. Um, if you're just being real about it, like. I don't know. I don't know why popular culture made like head and oral sex. It's like a huge thing. Like, I don't understand why it is, but it is. And this is what it is. Everybody has their turns on. Everyone's different. Uh, your boyfriend is one of those guys who like really cares about women. Like I'm like that. Like I used to definitely feel really, really weird about the idea of a girl giving me a blowjob. It used to bother me because I did feel like I was like using her to a degree or like she was like a tool and not like a human. Like I want everyone to feel comfortable, but I got talked down to about that by someone I was dating at one point. And she goes, I just want to pleasure you. Like, think about the fact that you want to pleasure me, right? Yeah. Okay, think about that. I'm not your servant. I'm not your dog. I'm not your slave. I am your girlfriend, and I just want to do something that's good for you. In the same way you want to do things that are good for me. Like, I am a person. I'm a big giver. I love giving, you know, especially in that area. And so, you know, the, the big thing here is that you have to allow the other person to give. So, with your boyfriend, I'm just going to say... You have to talk to him a little bit about it and make him feel comfortable with it and just say, hey, you know, like, babe, it's not a thing where I'm trying to make you feel like, you know, the king or anything like that. I just want to do something nice for you. And if that un- makes him uncomfortable, then maybe you don't do it. I understand there's also a side of that where, like, you enjoy doing it because you want to replace him and you feel like you're, like, losing a component. Because I've dated girls before who don't like uh, when guys go down on them, and I really like doing that. I just do. I dig it. And so whenever I meet a girl that's not really into that, I'm always a little bit disappointed. And so... I've had to like work with some girls before. I'm like, hey, let me just show you like why this is something I want to do special for you. And in fact, I will allow you to do something special to me as well. And then we're sharing in the experience. So try to like friends like that. So if you really want to, you know, go down on your boyfriend, kind of push it like, yo, let me please do this thing for you so you can feel like a real good man. Okay, that sounds weird. Um, let me do this thing. Just try to phrase it like, hey. Let me just do this thing for you. You'll do a thing for me, and we'll be in equality. Da 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 da. Maybe. Oh, we'll see. Um. Okay. Here we go. Next question. I have HPV, and my girlfriend doesn't want to give me head because she heard she could get throat cancer that way. Is that really true? And if so. How big is the risk? So here's the thing. Um, a lot of people have HPV. And I actually got kind of interested in this because I dated someone once who said they had HPV. And they went and got tested. And after a while, it apparently just kind of went away. And I was like, wait, what? So I was like, okay, I'm going to get tested. Got tested. I didn't have it. So then I just started like researching it a lot. And so basically, like most, or not most, 80% of the, yeah, as most, 80% of the population has HPV. And it just kind of goes away sometimes, like I said earlier. But I'll also tell you this, uh, for the love of, of Pete, Mike, James, and Jan, I don't know why I said Jam, but I, I like it, uh, just be careful with that whole thing. Like, go get tested, tested, and tested. Don't just have HPV and hang out with it, you know? Um, but the fact is, like, the risks are very slim that your girlfriend could get anything from it, but they, it still exists. So, yeah, go go get that go get that fixed, player. All right, next next question. I do 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 do. Um, this is so crazy. 
but is it normal to feel horny after a bowel movement? This happens to me a lot, and I'm dying to know if other people feel this way, and why it happens. That's disgusting. <laughs> what? You're like, oh yeah, I just had Taco Bell, baby. Mm, now I'm ready for something else. <laughs> Yo, no, no, no. No burrito for you, miss. <laughs> Ew, it's so gross. Um, I don't know. I'm sure that's really normal. I don't know. I don't think that's normal. No one I know is like, all right, I just take a doo-doo, and now I want some of you who. <laughs> now, I don't know. Uh, this is one where I could have fun. So, I'll say this. I have had a, a experience in my life where I had to pee really, really bad, right? Like, I was like, Oh, gotta pee, gotta pee, gotta pee, gotta pee, gotta pee. And like I'm running around the house like having to pee, but I'm like holding it because it feels really good. Like almost like an orgasm, but not quite an orgasm. So I would like hold my pee for a while. This is when I was younger. I was like 13 or 14. And I would just do that all the time. I'm like, oh, this feels so good. And I've never told other people about that until right now because I feel like I was being really weird. Um, yeah, so that's the thing. So I feel like everyone has their weird thing they're into. Um, I don't know why you enjoy it i'm gonna assume it has something to do with your anus because i heard there's like good feelings inside your anus uh but yeah i don't know go, I, yeah go ask someone else or go read uh cosmo because there's a there's a section in the in the book that probably answers that question which i'm not gonna read to you because i don't want to be infringed on copyright stuff well i guess they can't really own information but i still don't want to really like do that it's in the um the october 2015 issue so go check that out and get your answer i do 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 my boyfriend of 10 years has a degree in astrophysics. After he graduated, he hated his minimum wage retail job and quit to find a real job in his field that he loved. It's been two years and nothing's happened. I love him so much, but at what point should I give up on him? We're nearly 30 and it's getting harder to wait for him to figure his stuff out. You know, um, that's a tough one because some people want to like chase their dreams. And the thing is, they want a partner that's going to support them as they chase their dreams. It could take years. When you say nothing's happened, does that mean that he's just sitting on the couch playing with his balls all day? Or are you saying that like he's still trying and it's just not working out for him, but he's still like really pushing it? Because I feel like I've heard before where people will chase this dream to the bitter end that they have. You know, They'll chase it to the bitter end, and then they'll lose everything else in the wake of it because that dream meant so much to them. So I would suggest communicating with him. Like If you really think that nothing's going to happen for him or if he's making no headway, just having, just start having a real conversation with him and go, Hey, you know, I love you. I want to be with you. You're the greatest man I've ever been with, but I want someone that can provide for me or someone that can provide with me. Even if that's your like relationship style, um, I would say, you know, just again, open up communication doors. Like don't tell him to quit his dreams, but ask him, can he start focusing in a way that allows you guys to be together in the long run? Cause that should ultimately be one of his goals is to be with you as well. Like if he's so singularly focused Perhaps he's not in a place where he's ready to be in a like, committed relationship. I'll say that when I was doing YouTube um, and I was still married, there were times where like, I felt like I was kind of putting um, YouTube over my marriage because I wanted to chase a dream. Like I saw something in front of me that was so important that nothing else seemed to matter. And in the wake of that, I lost my relationship. And to this day, I still regret that I let that happen. You know, I'm like not saying that we were like the best couple in the world because I feel like there were still uh, places in our relationship where like, she brought out the worst in me, so it's kind of good that it ended. But I will say that, like, one of the things that brought it down a lot quicker was YouTube and my focus on it. You know, it was me just being way too into the dream. And that's just that's dissipated a lot, like, recently. Like, I'm, I'm now in a place where I can treat this as a hobby that I love to do, but not be a thing that engulfs my life. And with your boyfriend, you know, the whole astrophysics, like, is freaking what? His, what? Oh, shoot. <clears throat> 
but your boyfriend has a degree that like really means something big and he probably has a lot of emphasis on his life on it and doesn't want to do retail all his life so you have to also help him strive to be better try to find a middle ground help him find a job that like not only like you know challenges his mind but also allows him the freedom to still be able to chase his other dream so i would say you know talk to him like that <clears throat> all right um question i just got out of a long relationship he's the only person i've slept with and i've never gotten off with him i've had an orgasm only by myself how do i tell a new guy i've never been able to orgasm with a partner without disappointing him well here's the thing that's not going to phase any man that's worth your time. I have had, and I will say this right now, I have had at least two girlfriends that were like, I can't have orgasms through regular sex. And guess what? They had them with me. And they weren't lying. That's the best thing. Like, I just was like a, a person who was very open to exploring things. A, a person that was very open to, you know, like trying, just figuring it out, you know? And I think you need a partner who's going to be like that. So I would say... Be honest with him. Don't lie to him about it. You know, let him have real expectations. Don't fake your orgasms and he'll never learn to, you know, to try anything different. You know, if that's your first boyfriend, the only person you've been with, you still have some things you can experience. You still have some ways to go. So I wouldn't necessarily write everything off on that one person, and especially because you're probably, I'm going to guess, pretty young if that's your first boyfriend. Uh, I will say that women reach their sexual peak around their 40s, so you have a ways to go. Your body's going to change, you're going to change, you're going to get turned on by different things, and you're going to explore your body as time goes on. So allow him to be a part of that process. If you have one by yourself, then help him like learn the things that, that you know about your body so he can help you along that process. And again, it can also be kind of hot you know, for him just to watch you or you guys do like mutual masturbation. All that stuff can work. So find a way... To include your boyfriend in this process and don't hide anything from him all right next question i've tried everything from joining a gym to a sports team but i can't find a boyfriend what can i do all right girl let me help you out so here's the facts finding a boyfriend is hard if you're looking for something very specific if you just want a guy that's going to hang out with you and take you out to dinner and hump you sometimes that's fairly easy most guys will do those things but you want something special, I'm going to assume, because you're not just out here like, I just want to waste my time with somebody for no reason. Yay. I have a few friends who have been single, you know, pretty perpetually. And it's not because they're bad women. It's not because they're doing anything wrong. They're involved in like leagues and sports and all that stuff like that. But they're just not meeting the right people. Well, the fact is they're not, in my opinion, putting themselves out there enough. Like it's a freaking competitive dating field right now. That's just what it is. It's crazy. It's so competitive. And I will tell you time and time again. I have been so successful in my dating life, meaning I've like almost always been able to find new people to hang out with, new people to date, new people that were interested in me and I was interested back in them is because I don't limit myself. I get on every dating app possible and I grind. I go out all the time. I have friends who are like, hey, want to do this weird thing? I'm like, yeah, let's do the weird thing because that means I have a higher chance of meeting people and I'm always putting myself out there. I'm always like shining my personality in people's faces, not like, hey, here I am, Chris, look at my boobs. Mm. I don't have boobs, you know what I'm saying? But I, I take every opportunity that I have to myself out there in general. Like, even if it's just wearing a stupid shirt, it allows people to feel comfortable talking to me. Like, I have a shirt that says, I'm awesome, right? And I walk around with that shirt. I guarantee you, not just women, but men too. I'm not into men, but like, men will talk to me. They'll be like, hey man, I love your shirt. And I go, yeah, it's not about me, it's about you. You know, something like that. I have a quick comeback. And then all of a sudden, a conversation starts. That happens with me and girls all the time. I wear shirts with cats on them. I've told, this people, I've told people this before. If you want to start a conversation with a girl, wear a shirt with a cat on it. If you want to start a conversation with a guy, wear a shirt with bacon on it. 
Trust me, it works. Find ways to attract people's attention when you're out in life and they will talk to you if you look friendly and approachable, or at least if you look, if you look like their type. That's one of the things I'll tell you. So up your opportunities. Up it now. Again, get on every dating app. Be social. Don't say no to any opportunities that come across your path to have fun or go out and meet people. Don't sit at home on Friday night. I know it sounds like, uh, I should probably relax and just have a good time. You want anybody that way. Grind. Treat it like you do when you're looking for a new job. A boyfriend is just a job for you. Think about it like that. You got to put everything into it and make sure it's the right job that you want to even freaking take, you know? So really dig yourself into it. Like, go, 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 go. My current girlfriend wrote me on OkCupid. You know, she wrote me. <laughs> and like, cute girls like her don't write guys. But she wrote me because I'm going to assume she knew what she wanted. And she went for it. So I'll tell you that right now. You got to grind. You got to freaking Right, and it's exhausting. It's annoying. I freaking hate dating. I hate it. You know, I was gonna jump right to the girlfriend part, but you know what? The fact is, you can't get there unless you start here. So grind, baby, grind. All right, let's move into next question. I'm completely positive I don't ever want kids, ever. How and when do I tell a guy that I meet? Um, I feel like if you like go on your first date and you don't really have a connection with the guy, you don't have to say anything because you're like, all right, this isn't going to go anywhere. I, you don't need to know that. It's like me and my divorce thing. Like I don't bring up I'm divorced until I really like a girl, right? So my current girlfriend, I told her I was divorced on our second date because I could tell after our first date that I was really into her. I was like, oh my gosh, this girl's awesome. I need to be straightforward about any kind of deal breaker she might have immediately. And so I think it's really important to do that. I had a date with a girl once that, you know, she dropped that on our first date. She goes, blah, blah, blah. I don't think I ever want kids. So she said that I was already out, you know, I'm like, yep, nope, peace out. Don't need it. I don't want it. I don't need it. You can, you can, you can, you can go, 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 you know? Uh, so yeah, I would say once you feel like you have a connection with a guy, you should let him know, which might be kind of heartbreaking, but you got to do it. You know, you got to put it out there. I mean, if you feel comfortable, say it on the first date. Like, don't hide anything. Like, again, like dating to me at least is an audition for marriage. Dating at least is an audition for a long term relationship. So, why waste your time with someone who doesn't want to be with you anyway because they don't agree with that, that concept or that thing that you really are holding to? So, there you go. Next question um, My hookup. Wants to film us with a GoPro during sex. Weird or totally okay? So I'll say it's up to you. I mean, I don't know. I, I've i never really been into, like, filming myself having sex. But as I'm getting older, I'm like, hmm, I wonder what that looks like. Just curious. And if I get a girlfriend that's cool with it, I might do it one day. But I don't know. It's I don't think it's that weird. I, think, I feel like everybody's, like, filming everything anyway. Um, you know, might be careful. You might be, like, putting on, like, porn sites because, you know, people do that. So you make sure you trust them before you let them do it. But I don't think it's that weird. Um, yeah, not, not too weird. I don't know. Like as a YouTuber, I think that everything should be filmed to some degree. But that's just me. All right. <clears throat> I'm seeing a guy who's bi and I'm afraid he's going to dump me for a dude. Is there any way to know for sure? 
that's a dumb question. <laughs> I mean, no, you can't know for sure. He could leave you for a girl, though, too. So, I mean, the risk isn't, like, higher than it would be with anybody else. If he's not having a connection with you and he's not feeling like he wants to be with you forever or whatever the situation is, then he's going to leave you anyway. So you can't really, like, worry about the fact that it could be a dude or it could be a girl. It could be anyone that he's just not, you know, feeling you over, you know. So there you go. I mean, good luck with that one. That'd be tough. If I was in a situation, but I feel like you'll be okay. All right. Um, last. Yeah. 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 Last question. My boyfriend still texts and calls his ex-girlfriend's family. When I bring it up, he says that I'm being jealous and that they just stay close. Am I out of line for wanting him to cut things off with them? Here's the thing. I think that he should value your relationship uh, enough to be honest with you, he's doing that. You know, he hasn't like really hid it from you. He says, hey, this is my ex's family. It's cool. And you have to trust him in that resolve. Now, I will say that if he's still talking to her regularly and that makes you uncomfortable, he should cut off that relationship. But his family, I don't, her family, his family, whatever. I don't think that that's a big deal. If he's using that to stay close to her, that's also weird. But if he's just doing it because he likes the people, I don't think you have any say in that, in that situation. I mean, the fact is that, like, everyone's going to make their own decisions, and you need to trust your boyfriend that he's not going to do anything to hurt you or go behind your back. And if you don't, then that's a bigger problem than what you're, you know, bringing up here. Um, I will say that it is a little bit weird, but I'll say that, like, I'm, you know, still, like, decent friends with, you know, my ex's family, I think. And if they ever called me and needed to talk, I would totally be there in a heartbeat, and I wouldn't think anything of it because they're still people regardless of your connection to them. So I would say, you know, just talk to your boyfriend and just kind of figure out, like, you know, what are the boundary lines? Why is he doing it? What's his intentions? I mean, obviously he's with you now and things are still okay with the family. So that there is a little bit of concern there. So I, I would, you know, I would question that a little bit. But then again, maybe the family get to know him over time and realize he's a great guy and are just like, you know, like, I want to see the best for you. You know, I, I care about you like one of my kids. And so I just want to continue, you know, staying in a relationship and connection with you. That could totally be a thing. So I would say explore the nature of those relationships before you make any uh, big judgments. And now uh, with that, let's move into the rap portion of the show. All right, everybody. That was a lot of me talking about things and answering questions awkwardly. Uh, let's move into the rap portion of the show. I like this part of the show. I like freestyling. I don't get to do it too much in my daily life, so it's cool. Uh, if you guys want to give me suggestions, let me know over on nerdybios.com. I have videos you can write comments on, and I'll read your comment. I'll go, oh, that's from the podcast. Better respond to that. So anyway, uh, let's get started with the rap. Don't know what I'm going to do. It's completely a freestyle. I say this all the time, but it is what it is. I just make it up. Let's just see what comes in my brain. Here we go. One, two, one, two, three, go. Oh, okay, it's like this. Okay. <laughs> We're getting dangerous. I'm about to be gangsta on y'all, okay? You know how gangsta I am. Mm. I eat Fruit Loops, y'all. Fruit Loops. Uh. I'm eating Fruit Loops. I'm eating Cheerios. I'm eating Captain Crunch. Y'all know how it goes. I'm getting angry. Hey, man, I'm getting mad. Just like Bear Rock. 
Fruity Pebbles, man. You know I do it, yo. I'm rapping off that cereal. You know I wake up gang banging on breakfast. You know how that go. Wake up in the morning, man. I'm banging on my cereal. Banging on my cereal. I'm banging on my cereal. Hey, you know what I do when I wake up in the morning, man. I gotta get that food. Eat that up, yo. Use no spoon. Pour that in my mouth, you. Ooh, yeah, you know what I like. Go on ahead and get the first bite. Yeah, you know I like it. It tastes so good that I might get real angry in the morning. Storming man, I'm on some bacon. You know what I'm doing? Get some food. Yeah, you know it's shaking. Everybody eating that, eating that breakfast food. It's the most important meal of the day. You know it's true. Wake up in the morning, man. I'm chewing on that bang, man. Sipping on some milk, cause you know what I do. I bang, man. Yeah, you know when get that OJ. Here we go again. I hope it do not kill me or my husband yet again. Oops, should I said that. Is it way too soon? Is it way too late? I don't know. Let me escape. Let me do my thing. Right now, let me rock this mic, let me make my thing Let me put it on, yo Let me show you what I do You know I'm eating everything You know I love that breakfast food Back on topic, I'm back in the tropics I'm chilling, I'm back, yeah, you know what I'm doing Batman and Robin, you know we gonna get this thing Cause you know we rich, man What does Batman eat for breakfast? I always just wondered that Does he have Batman cakes or does he eat flapjacks? Yeah, you know what I'm in, know what I mean Know what I'm doing, know what I'm singing Yeah, I'm over here and you know I'm so European Why am I? I singing now when I'm definitely not bad at all Definitely African American, you know I just ball Banging on my breakfast, y'all 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 Banging, 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 banging on my breakfast, y'all Wake up, you know what I do when I'm going through straight withdrawals Uh, uh, eat your breakfast, y'all Uh, uh Eat your breakfast, y'all. Eat it, eat it, eat it, eat it, eat it, eat it, eat it. That's what she said. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's what she said. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> when I start saying, all right, just stop the track. <laughs> all right, guys, let's just cut it there. Yeah, that's just where I cut it. I just got to stop there. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, if you guys want more of this, come back for another episode of the Black Masters Cosmo podcast uh, brought to you by NerdyVideos.com. Uh, go to NerdyVideos.com. You can see all my videos. I make videos three times a week on Monday, on Wednesday, and on Thursday. If you like nerd things, you'll love what I do there. Go check it out. Go show it some love. I also have a Patreon. You guys can donate. I would love you did that. That'd be really cool. I like money because it funds this stuff. Uh, and on top of that, guys, uh, thank you so much. Go and rate me over on iTunes or SoundCloud or wherever you find me to make sure people can find this podcast so it can grow and become a thing that's awesome. Thank you guys so much, and I'll see you guys next time on the Black Man Answers Cosmo podcast. Later.